Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Alrighty, alrighty. Test one, two, here we go. Live Tuesday. Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. Welcome one and all, and thank you for listening live right now or watching live at TazShow.com. Maybe listening live on the Radio.com app. Thank you for that. Maybe listening to on the on-demand audio, the podcast version, and that could be over at uh, iTunes or Spotify or, or uh, TuneIn. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you watch the VOD at TazShow.com. Thanks for that. Thanks for everything, and thanks for listening to me or watching me live. Skype Video Jones. That's what we're doing again this whole week. But the good news is, yes, the well, the phone lines are open, and they should be working. So I will give you uh, the phone number. The sound effects store is not working, so I'm going to give the phone number a little different. And I'm just going to say the phone number here, people, is 866-475. Two nine four eight. If you want to call, that's the phone number here. Smooth, smooth, right? Damn right. Ha! Ah! We're gonna talk raw and uh, several things about raw. First, let me introduce some of the components that are in uh, Manhattan in the main studio. The the uh, the the head coach of the Taz Show team because. He's the head coach, and he's the lumberjack, lumber biscuit, lumber slunker, lazy shit Jones. Dennis, uh, welcome to the Taz Show. It's funny you say the the lazy S word because I don't know if you noticed this. I'm wearing my E5L shirt today, where you can find it prowrestlingtees.com backslash T A Z, and there's a swear word on the shirt. Plug Jones already. One minute in, and we're plugging. We're wearing swag. We're trying to pay bills. That's what we're trying to do. We're help a brother out. Go to prowrestlingtees. Buy a shirt. At a kid in college, it's not cheap. Well, we miss so, you in um, studio, so we're trying to, you know, yes. we're trying to get the money back to get you back in because you, we know you took a hard stance. Yeah. You're like, look, I'm not coming back in until you guys give me more. That could be a good thing. It's almost like, it's almost like a deal where people need to buy shirts at Pro S and T's to get me back into Manhattan because CBS can't afford to pay me. There you go. Of this merger and they're, they're cutting my money. That's a good bit. Speaking of shirts, right behind me, there's an E5L that Dennis is wearing. What a coincidence. What are we pushing this month? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, Dennis, good job. You are a model. Speaking <laughs> of models, Lean Mean got to give a special shout-out. Thank you. This should be in-house cleaning. Three, two, one. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was a little quick. Sorry. It's time and a house cleaning in three, two, to one. do some house cleaning, tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit. On the Taz Show. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Lee Mean, thank you very much. Lee Mean put together a video, which was awesome. And there's some cameos in there from former producer of the Taz Show. Uh, two former producers. One is uh, a long reigning producer named The Captain, Captain Tom. He did a cameo in this. Buy a hat. 
and it was uh, also Robbie, big Robbie Jones, newest member of Fancy Football. And, and by the way, Dennis, we're short of Fancy Football. We could have Captain in if, he, if he's available. I mean, you know. Oh, I'll I'll like, text I'll text him today because now now that the word got out now everybody around the office hey yo you need spots Phil? Oh, the office, huh? you know what you can tell everybody in the office to kiss my ass okay everybody all of them okay I said them. I was like Taz is gonna say kiss Step my ass don't tell him that. no 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 yeah. <laughs> I certainly will not don't have him don't don't give him that all right so that house cleaning there's also Chinese food off the hooks uh you could do that in this episode that's that's you off the hooks uh, volume two that is by the way volume two. You can do that in this episode, uh, Chinese Food Off The Hooks. Uh, Mike Johnson will not be on video Skype. He'll be on the show, possibly, um, on the phone. So there was a little miscommunication, I believe, with Dennis and uh, Mike Johnson. But that'll be, like, in one hour. If Mike's on, he'll be on via phone. We'll try to reach out to Mike. Um, some of you folks that are on the phone already, I'll, I'll get to you. The phones might be a little funky, but it should work. But we'll, we've tested it since Friday. We had some issues that it was some rewiring rerouting as they call it this is part of house cleaning yes rerouting and there goes your uh, house cleaning. so i hope you enjoyed that okay so um before i get into raw speaking of mike johnson and if you could pull up that tweet when you get a chance dennis and just interrupt me and read that tweet that mike tweeted out last night on raw and this is not about me getting all over mike it's just about mike said something that triggered me um and then i came back with a tweet and i want to talk about it a little bit in this first segment and we're talking about enzo more uh, from Monday Night from WWE, now on the 205 Live gimmick, she named its roster. Uh, what did Mike tweet so folks know what I'm talking about? So Mike's tweet at quarter to nine last night says, the amount of people backstage knocking Enzo, Enzo to me right now is so ridiculous, it's funny. The cast comments really upset people. Mm. And that upset me. And the reason why that upset me <clears throat> is because... When you, when you, I'm just trying to look. I do, I do my best I can out here doing an entertaining show and be informative. Sometimes I pull back the curtain. Sometimes I pull back the curtain a little too much because folks don't pay for the show. Um, here's the thing, okay? When you guys hear about, and this is not me attacking Mike. This is, I believe Mike. I believe Mike Johnson that what he's being told, I believe he's relaying. That's what he does. He's a reporter. He has sources who go to him. And there's several reporters in the business. And some people from the locker room, not just wrestlers, production people, whoever, writers, whoever, um, go to sources and they feel the need to, what some of us call in the business, stooge things off. You know. So, or make things up. Now, that happens too. Because, you know, it's easy for these people who have the ear of somebody who is that of a reporter who dishes out news or dirt sometimes to say what they want to this person. And it's not just Mike. I'm talking about reporters in general, just in sports, not just even in wrestling. So, uh, you know, if it's a reliable source, I would assume the reporter trust this person, this guy or girl, because over time, They've proven to be possibly, the, you know, honest and true in, in this, this shit they say. As opposed to just trying to get somebody in trouble or to paint the picture. Here's my thing. I am not in the WWE locker room. I have not been part of the WWE locker room for several years. And guess what? Uh, I don't need to be uh, to hear this and to understand kind of what I think might be going on. 
I think a lot of this that you're hearing about Enzo and his heat, oh, I think that there are guys in Lachlan that don't like him. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, but that doesn't mean he has heat in the company. That doesn't mean, oh, God, he's going to get fired. That doesn't mean that. The telltale sign for me with Enzo is the guy lives on TV. Since he came from NXT, he lives on TV. Lives on it. And he's not even a great worker. And everybody can see that. He's injured himself, injured others. You know, he, he don't mean it. He's just, he's not great in the ring. But the office, Vince, and probably a couple people around the Vince, like him. He's on TV all the time. And to double it up, he now is getting a, a Cruiserweight Championship shot against... Um, Neville, and I believe, my prediction right here, that Enzo will be the new Cruiserweight champ. <clears throat> you heard it here on August 29th, <clears throat> 2017, <clears throat> that I am predicting Enzo will be the Cruiserweight champ. That's at no mercy, I, I believe. Correct, Dennis? Yes, sir. All right. And that'll even further my point that the guy doesn't have heat. What the guy has is wrestlers in the back or writers that don't like him and they're creating this scuttlebutt and they're accentuating something that they, that he's not a good guy or he's an egomaniac or he's a douche or whatever he is. And they're trying to paint this thing that, you know, he's going to get in trouble or he's going to be gone. or uh, Every week, every day, I look on social media, Angel's got heat, Angel's got heat on this news site, this site. That, stop. He's on TV all the freaking time. They're not putting TV time I got to come now. See, Dennis, you saw the text, the private text with you and I. Yes. I'm I'm surprised. I you're you're I gotta come. You're that? fairly calm right now. I thought it was I thought it was going to be much worse. You're doing a great job. I'm percolating. It's on the perk. I'm trying to I'm I trying can, to, I can see it dripping. Uh, there's pins and needles, needles and pins. It's a happy man that grins. I'm trying to Because you know what it is, dude? It makes me so mad cuz this shit happened to me. You know? It happened to me, and it was attempted to happen towards me a couple times when I was in WWE, and it, it it was the biggest load of bullshit going, and and it was basically, and if you go listen to a couple weeks ago, Bruce Pritchett uh, and Conrad, they uh, on their podcast, okay, uh, something to wrestle, Plug Jones on Plug Jones's podcast. How rare is that, Dennis? I that's how I that's how I know you're 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 in another world right now. You're plugging other podcasts. Well, because Bruce, what Bruce did was Bruce told the truth, you know, because they were reading some stuff of, uh, I think it was Wade Keller, some of his old reports. They do a thing on their podcast where they read like news from years ago, and then Bruce kind of reacts to it now. Right? It's kind of cool idea, and um, so it's like old news, and then Bruce reacts to it. What happened then? Because Bruce knew a lot of the components involved. So there was something, I don't know, I didn't catch the whole thing, but about me and years ago and how I had this heat in the WWE locker room where guys were ripping me and all this stuff. And and this was coming from certain reporters. One was the guy, Wade. And I, I don't get mad at that shit. Whatever it is, what it is, I laugh at it. Because all that matters is I'm getting paid that I'm on the show. <laughs> That's all that matters. My boss loved me. So I, if I had heat with anyone, I didn't feel it. Because I got along great with everybody in that WWE locker room as a wrestler into being an announcer. I never had a problem with anybody, ever. Ever, never, ever, ever, ever. Okay? Never. Not Nothing negative words, nothing. Nothing. So, 
Um, Bruce Pritchard uh, would go went on his uh, podcast last week or a week before, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of like, I don't remember Taz having heat. Like he's, you know, he's like, what is, what is, like, you know, it. See, that's that's my point. I and I I thank Bruce privately. I text him for that and Conrad for doing that. That was kind of them uh, for for Bruce to tell the truth, um, and, uh, and because. It was a lot of just BS, and and that and and I remember that. And even though my time in ECW before WWE, you know, it was before the internet got even popular. It was like, oh, Taz got heat and locked. Nobody likes Taz. Nobody likes Taz. Nobody. Oh God. Listen, there's something called being competitive, okay? And what happens is guys get jealous when they're competitive. Girls get jealous when they're competitive. It's human nature. It's nothing to do with wrestling. And sometimes when people are jealous, they do some shitty things. And and they create a, a subterfuge line of crap that's not true. Um, in, the, in the ECW locker room, I was a little bit, I was a hard-nosed, all-business guy. At times, I could be douchey because I took myself very serious. I've talked about that at nausea. I'm not going to get to that again. So I wasn't looking to make friends. And I got news for you. I wasn't looking to make friends in, in WWE either. I wasn't looking to make enemies, but I wasn't looking to make friends. Okay, I had more of a I don't give a shit attitude in ECW than I did in WWE. I wanted to be more. I wanted to fix some of my locker room etiquette kind of thing in WWE, different than I did in, in ECW, and I did, and I'm proud of that. And then to see a reporter kind of say years ago, "Oh no, he's got heat in the WWE locker room." He's got. I'm like, what a loner, crap. So when I hear this stuff about Enzo, I think of that. I don't talk to Enzo. Last time I talked to Enzo, guys, was when he was on this show probably two years ago. I don't know Enzo. I don't have the guy's number. I, I I don't. I'm not friends with this guy. You know, I'm just talking in defense to the guy because of the way the business is. And and I, I love Mike. Mike's on my show every week. And 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 I don't have to agree with everything Mike says or what PW Insider says. I and and I responded to Mike's tweet with what? You have the response because I don't I don't have. Oh uh, yeah, give me Dennis. a second. I'll grab it. Yeah, give me a second. Yeah, yeah. I'm grabbing it because. I, I I was an impulse reply. I, I, I usually count to 10 before I reply, and I, then I don't reply really to anyone. But this one, I, I did count to 10 and replied to anyone. You said, tell him to get hot at the person who wrote it and the man who approved it. Dot, dot, dot. I strongly doubt the kid has creative control over his promo. Exactly. And I would say that again to Mike's face, which I probably will if he comes on the show today. <laughs> um, Because that's exactly the truth. This guy's not writing his promo. This guy has input in his promo. He's not writing his promo. He's not giving the final approval. One man is giving the final approval on that, and that's Vince McMahon. Okay? So if anybody's mad about Enzo's promo, they should get mad at the guy who's signing the friggin' checks. That's what you should get mad at. Okay? So that's what I mean. I'm teaching you guys on a shoot. Not trying to be condescending. Not trying to be a big shot, big wheeling, big league guy. I'm telling you the truth. That's a load of bullshit. I am not saying that guys and girls in the locker room don't like Enzo. They probably don't. As far as his heat, meaning, see, when I hear the word heat, heat in the locker room, what I think about is two things. Okay, he's not getting along with anybody, but most importantly, he's probably going to be fired. That's how I look at heat. Heat usually is, a, you know, it's a bad word. So that leads to, you know, the office finding out, and then you have a problem. I don't think that's the case with this guy. 
I think Enzo's future is fine. I think his future is bright. I think that he was able to survive this breakup, the character breakup of the, of the tag team with him and his partner Cass, and now go on into the 205 Live, which is a great creative move by WWE with him, and I talked about it last week. They should do it. Um, it shows they believe in this guy. They believe in this guy. So let's say there is one guy in the locker room who doesn't like him. It takes one guy not to like a wrestler. One guy. And that one guy to have the ear of a reporter or to be able to shoot a text to a reporter or to be able to get on a phone with a reporter. It takes one guy to create all this bullshit. That's all it takes. Think about that, guys. You don't have to be a wrestler or in a locker room to, to, to understand what I'm saying to you. Think about what I just said to you. It takes one person to say something to a reporter. Now, Mike might come on here, I don't know, and say, well, no, five people, six people told me. Okay, cool, great. Maybe three of those five drive together. <laughs> I mean, God, I've been through this. You know, like, uh, you know, it, 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 at the end of the day, if anybody's an Enzo fan or not, and you think that the scuttlebutt I've been having heat is true, maybe, maybe some guys don't like him. I strongly doubt this guy's losing his job. I strongly doubt he's getting de-pushed. I just don't see it happening. I just don't, because he's on TV all the time. Dennis, is he not on TV all the time? I mean, really. I mean, he's there basic. I mean, I can't tell you last week he wasn't on TV. He's there every week. And he's on the mic. He's getting mic time. He's getting matches oh, now. Like, he's you. there. I didn't think of the mic time part, dude. Dude, he, he doesn't have mic time. He has a plethora of real estate on that mic. Yeah. They give him a lot of time, like rock time, like like that, his promos are long, and that's that's he's getting like a long time to get a promo. I think I hear the fans in the studio while I'm not even in Manhattan. Is that what I'm hearing back there in the background? Noise? Side note, whatever. Something. I hear oh. some. Oh, Seth goes. Oh, since Taz isn't here, you know, I got this AC for you. I know you're a big guy, so he can sweat it out. But uh, you, I feel bad about. I don't want you dropping dead in the middle of the show. That cheap prick won't get AC in his house. We need you to work, Dennis. Here's that AC I've been hiding under my desk so Taz don't have it. Yeah. Well, Seth needs me around because he he doesn't want to come in. Well, that's that's a shoot right there. See, now that, that's the truth. See, that's <laughs> Seth, Seth is like in a, in a crossroads because he doesn't want to come in because it's too early, but he loves the camera. And the yes. Loves it. loves it. He's like you. You know, you know, Taz, if you bump the hours back, we could really cut we can cut Dennis out and then you know I slide right in and things will be perfect. <laughs> Just me and tried. you like old times, buddy. That's been tried. That's been tried. So uh anyway, so that that's my take on the Enzo thing. I just I, I had to get that out. Really, I had to say it. Uh let's go to our why not try this? Let's go to our first caller of the day, all away in Germany. That's a far way away, folks, and hopefully this works. And it's our friend Wolfgang in Germany. You're on a Taz show. What do you say there, big hoss? Who wants to walk with Taz? <laughs> Who wants to walk with Elias? I love it. I love it. <laughs> What's up there, gang wolf? Hello, I'm fine. The last day of my vacation. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, where'd you go? Did you go to like Florida or something? Where'd you go? Tampa? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you have, I work in Austria. Oh, Austria. Did you see Arnold? Boom, All right, good. I need help. No. All right, that's good. So what's going on, Wolfgang? 
Uh, I watched uh, Wait, hold on, the Wolfgang, Young Wolfgang, 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 Wolfgang. Yeah. Now that we caught up, what's going on? <laughs> and begin. I don't. Um, I don't Wolfgang, I how watched, can I help you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, the communication uh, stops at sometimes. I I know. I I told him to paint it green. So what's going on? Do you have any questions or statements or comments? <laughs> Uh, I watched the May Young Classic and uh, oh, the first three episodes. I did not. How did it go? Sorry. I, I, uh, I really like the matches. Okay. And uh, they did uh, a vignette uh, for each uh, female wrestler. And I think that's a good idea. Uh, they should that uh, with uh, some wrestlers from the main rosters to get their characters over. I think you make good points, and thank you for calling, Wolfgang. I think you make very good points on both. I did not see the May Young Classic gimmick Schneebitz last night yet, but I think you make some very good points by doing vignettes that you said that I believe you and you're a good man, and thank you again, um, is smart because that's character development, character creating, the character for us, the audience, that don't know some of these girls. And you also make a good point, Wolfgang, about having some of the um, – uh, the current stars, the female stars, kind of interact with them. They can't do it too much. You don't want to give them the rub too much unless it's somebody that you're definitely going to keep around. I think then, you know, then it's good stuff right there. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Kenny uh, in Connecticut. Kenny, uh, longtime fan of the Taz Show. Kenny, Connecticut. What's going on, huh? Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, homie. How you feeling, Holmes? Good, buddy. Talk to me. Well, I wanted to give my off the hooks, and I wanted to see how your hand was doing. Boom. There it is. Big smashing Jones hand. Uh, this thing's going to be on for another week, Kenny. It sucks. Uh, it hurts because it's healing. They had a big incision in here. So it's it's huge, and it's healing. But uh, I got some movement. Uh, we'll see. I'm not going to be able to tell for a few months how good or bad the surgery was for me. But thank you for asking me. I appreciate it. Chinese Food Off the Hooks Volume 2, Kenny. What do you got for me, buddy? I'm going, first off, speaking of Chinese, um, did you ever find out if you could get the pepper steak with scallions? No, I did not. That's I have to put that on the docket. Hang on. Let me write that down. Got it. Yeah, I'm going to look into that. I got a place down the road here, Vinny's Chinese Food, and uh, I'm going to see if they can throw scallions in there, maybe some <laughs> mozzarella and super sauce. The place my, is uh, called Vinny's? Yeah, Chinese. Yeah, Vinny's Chinese takeout. Tang guy. He's a good Chinese cook. Right? He, was in the war, he was in the war in China, bro. The stud. Puts mozzarella, super sod. And you know about Vinny's over here, the Chinese takeout. <laughs> he, he put super sod in the, in the lo mein. A little prosciutto wrapped with dumplings. Or dumpling yeah, wrapped prosciutto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts a little, little of course, some garlic. You got to put garlic. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and then he throws in some mugu gai pan. Okay, so, oh, uh, delightful. Yeah. Yes. Kenny, give me your, your off the hooks, please, sir. Okay, I'm going to go with chicken teriyaki versus beef teriyaki. Interesting. That's a Japanese dish and a Chinese takeout, but I'm not going to argue with you. Well, Vinny would uh, be proud. Okay. Second. Um, (laughs) Next is, uh, uh, yeah, egg. Foo Young. No. Yeah, egg foo. Egg Benedict? (laughs) Egg roll versus... Are you writing these down? They're not written down, Kenny. Why am I not? Why? Why do you not know the rules, sir? You're, Kenny's you're blind. Person. You're blind. My bad. I apologize. I forgot. <laughs> you're blind. Forget that. We'll strike that from the podcast. Continue. <laughs> okay. Egg roll versus uh, pork roll. Pork roll. 
Interesting. Very good. And your third. No need to read it. What's your third? My third is the barbecue spare ribs versus the chicken wings. Yeah, that's good right there. See, I, hold on. Barbecue spare, uh, barbecue spare is for sure. I'm not a chicken wing uh, Chinese takeout guy. A lot of people love it, man. I just don't. I think you're eating something different. I'm just saying, Kenny. But I appreciate you calling, bro. I, I mean that, Kenny. You're a good man. Thank you so much for calling. You are the man, without a doubt. And I'm the man. We know that. And I also got to go to break. Other side of break, we're going to talk about this great promo um, with uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena. What happened? Did Roman Reigns get slayed? Was it a shoot? Was it not a shoot? We'll get into that. Talk more about Raw. Get to the phone calls, too. Very busy cash show. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we are back. <clears throat> Tuesday, Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. Talking some raw. Get some phone calls in. I'm live via Skype here while the computer's in the pack. Hey, listen, guys, support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mobile by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need. When it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And the best part is, kids, it's simple. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. That right there is a shoot, as they call it in wrestling. Now, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken uh, Loans. Well, listen, here's the deal. Like I said, it's simple. Apply simply. Understand fully. Mortgage confidently, and to get started, guys, all you have to do is go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAC. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAS, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's right, Rocket Mortgage. We are back live here, and you see standing in right there. Let's go wide again on that if we can. That's uh, the guy who's successful, Gregor. Mayweather, uh, standing in uh, for Taz at the Taz show position in the studio. Standing, he's doing the same pose as yesterday. That shows concentration of a pro athlete. A little blurry Jones, but it's okay. Look at him. He's ready to talk. He's at the mic. He's at, he's at the trophy. Who am I to take it from him? You know me? He got a hell of a pop yesterday in Memphis at Raw when they mentioned that he won the fight. Huh? Gee whiz. He had such a good time yesterday that he wanted to come back, and I was like, I'd love to have you. So Mayweather. There he yes. is. Uh, anyway, um... What, you said something else? Did I just blow you off? What happened? No, no, no. I said, there he is. Great. No one cares. Um, so uh, we're talking a little bit here. I, I said I was going to talk a little bit here, I should say, about um, about uh, the promo between, um, you know, John Cena and uh, Roman Reigns. Well, you know, thing is, like, this was pretty good. This was pretty epic in, in essence. I think these guys had some full reign on the mic. Um, it seemed like maybe John. I'm trying to be nice. John Cena kind of ate his lunch. Um, <laughs> uh, Roman really couldn't hang with him. Um, uh, you know, some of it was written. Obviously, look, these guys. I don't think there's massive heat between them. I mean, look, they turned around and did a tag team match right after it. 
what what uh, Anderson Gallows, right? Was Anderson Gallows? I think. Yes. So. Yeah. That's the part I, I look before I get into the promo. And all, I, look, the, the, I didn't like that they did this part. I didn't like that they segued into a tag team match. I don't think they should have done that. I really don't. That's just armchair booking right now. But I really don't think they should have done that. Leave with the heat. Leave with that tension, where Reigns flips the table. Cena gets in his face. Reigns ain't backing down. You got Olympic gold medalist in the ring. 12 or 13 time world champ. Let him get in the middle of them. He's also an authority figure and say, guys, stop it. No microphone. Just get some get 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 leave. Done. And play like Kurt's music on the out or raw music and, and let them walk away eyeballing each other. I don't think there was any need to get into that tag team match. I didn't like that part. From a fan's perspective, though, Dennis, I want to ask you. Did you like that they segued into that tag match? Nope, not at all. Uh, they did it last week, and I get what they're trying to do. Like, uh, oh, look, there's tension, so we're going to throw you guys together, and you'll either figure it out or you're going to need to be pulled apart. It just they did it last week. I don't need to see that again. Let's. I, I agree with leave with the heat. That like the table flip was perfect. Get out. Get out there. Yeah, and you got Kurt there. So Kurt obviously could be the mediator to, and they have to listen to Kurt. <clears throat> He's also a badass where they're going to have to listen to him. You know, he's like, just break this thing up and let's wait till no mercy or whatever. So WWE did a good job, though, of really making this feel because they told you a uh, hundred times that it's a WrestleMania worthy <laughs> match. Uh, they did say it a lot, uh, a lot. Um, the announcer said it. Uh, Cena said it. I mean, I, I don't even know. Kurt might have said it. But, you know. They, they're, they're plugging it hard and they want people to realize it's WrestleMania worthy and it's hard to argue with them uh, it's hard to argue with that I, that I do agree with I totally agree with that it definitely is WrestleMania worthy <clears throat> talked about it yesterday how polarizing both these guys are um, you know I think they definitely broke kayfabe a little bit in the promo especially Cena um, you know a lot of people on Twitter were like oh man WWE's finally doing real well like I always say they don't do real well R-E-A-L um, they did a pretty good yesterday until the tag match <laughs> like, you know I mean I, I would have felt like it was more realistic if they didn't do that tag match but I, I enjoyed the segment it was long too um, I definitely enjoyed it do you like it Dennis? I did I thought uh, Cena always does when, when he's in the right frame of mind he cuts great promos and yesterday was one of those times and especially with it felt like reigns either uh like lost himself for a little and cena just like jumped right in at him it was it was coming back with his quips and he wasn't like joking john cena where he'll do like the the toilet humor and like the really right. the kid stuff he was like you know so, almost sarcastic bully and i know that he's not a heel but it, it comes off right. heelish so i thought right. they did a good job yep um, I think you're right on a lot of points here. I think the, the word is mad. I think John mad, Cena yes. got mad, and we, we've right, and we've seen Cena get mad in promos before, and that's when he completely, you know, and I, and I respect it. I, I I've done this. I, I got no problem with what he's doing. He gets mad because he's thinking about the golden shovel, which was funny. That, <laughs> you know, he buries talent, and and that's what. And I've came out here and talked about that before. And I don't think he does. I don't. I. I Look at um, <laughs> I know I've touched on this. I didn't give details, and I'm not going to give details. But I, I might have mentioned this a long time ago on the show, Dennis, before you were here. I was there um, on a bus. And I'm not talking about some city bus. I'm talking about like a, a small luxury bus. 
with some very high-level people from WWE uh, years ago. And when John was first coming up. And I was there when he was getting buried. And, you know, I've witnessed this. So I felt horrible for this kid. I'm like, man, give this guy a chance. He's got something now. I'm saying to myself, these people were above my pay grade, so I really couldn't say anything. I kind of was just like there, and I shouldn't have been there, but I was there. You know, it's hard to explain without getting detailed. Um, so I think John knows what it's like to be buried. I'm not saying he's never maybe in a competitive way <clears throat> nudged his way ahead of someone else that's a contemporary to him over the years. I'm not saying he hasn't done that. He probably has. It's called being competitive. It's a competitive industry. Um, but I think he really does get pissed off when people say that, when wrestlers say that, you know, the shovel and he buries guys. And I think that's when he snaps in his promo, which always makes for a good promo because he is doing what, you know, uh, what people want to see him do. And he's going out there and he's kind of shooting. Uh, I thought Michael Cole had a um, a funny playoff on words, I think, when he came back from break. I don't remember when it was. And said, uh, you know, hey, these two were shooting from the hip type thing. You know, it's like he wanted to say they were shooting without saying they were shooting, you know, but he did. And it was, I thought that was pretty cute. But, um, you know, I, I liked it. I, I don't think, I don't think, look, I think Roman Reigns is, look, no one's ever going to sit here and say he's on the level of, uh, you know, John Cena in regards to speaking on a mic or cutting a promo and stuff. No, no one, no one's, I don't think anyone's expecting Roman Reigns to do that. But, it's serviceable, and he's a badass. He's a big, nasty, tough dude, and I think that's what he played off of. He did get lost in the promo. Um, he definitely got lost, and John Cena showed him no compassion, and nor should John Cena, because you're, you're two big boys, you're two grown-ass men making millions of dollars, and you got to be real. And and in that moment, they agreed to be real backstage. They had to, uh, hence why uh, we saw it as intense as it was. Those guys had to basically talk backstage for a few minutes and say, let's go out here and, and shoot a little bit. It's going to be the company, and we're going to promote this thing as WrestleMania-worthy. Well, then we got to go out here and, and give them something to watch, no mercy. You know, between the Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar deal uh, for no mercy and this match here, you know, you got to give them credit, right? They're, they're pulling out all the stuff for no mercy. Looks like it. I mean, yeah. Brock Strowman, Cena Reigns. Although I'm kind of, I got a sneaky suspicion the Reigns-Cena match might not happen because Reigns never did sign the uh, the contract yesterday. So I could see them trying to weasel Imagine it out of that. Did. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He didn't? No, Cena did, and then I I feel like before Reigns did, he flipped the table. Oh, dude, I think he signed it. I think you're wrong on that. Uh, I'm, I'm let's let's bring in, in the video producer of the Taz show. Um, Ant, did you watch this? Up. Oh. Thanks for joining the show. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, maybe you can get confirmation from Cowboy in your headset um, because I'm pretty sure he signed it. I don't know. I know who knows, and that's uh, Miles in California. Miles, long-time caller of the Taz Show. Welcome to the show, my man. Uh, how you doing there, house? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How's, how's it going, Surgery Conqueror? Uh, yes, everything's going great. Uh, listen, didn't Rain sign the contract? I think he did after before he took the table. Yeah, he did. He did. I thought he did too. Uh, I'm uh, wrong. All right, Miles, what's up, bro? What do you want to talk about, kid? Um, yeah, man. I just wanted your opinion on the opening match with Jeff Hardy winning the um chance for the title and Nia turning face. 
Okay, uh, Yovo Modley. Like I couldn't hear. He said uh, while Jeff Hardy won the title. What else? Jeff Hardy winning the title and Nia turning face at the end. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Thanks for calling, Miles. I appreciate you, kid. Yeah, I was gonna get into that. I'll get into it now. Um, remind me a little while. I'll get into the Nia stuff first. I want to talk about this battle royal. <clears throat> Thanks again, Miles, for calling, buddy. Uh, the battle royal. Um, look, it. I, I personally thought it was pretty unique booking. I don't think a lot of younger fans got it. I think some older fans got it. Um, uh, Dennis probably didn't get it either. Uh, Dennis, you know where I'm going with this? No. I do not Dennis. yet. I want to see where you go, and I'll, oh. <laughs> I'll tell you if I got it. <laughs> there it is. I probably I didn't. Yet, but let me see you show your hand, Taz, and then I'll act like I know. Is that what you're saying, Dennis? No, <laughs> well, I don't know where you're going yet, so I, I don't want to say yes, and then you'll be like, oh, well, did you know that? And then I'm, now i got to backtrack, so uh. I'm telling you right now that I have no idea what you're about to say, so I can't answer the question if I don't there's know no the question. So there's no reason to get aggressive. Look, you calm down. You okay? just rowdy pipered me. They're in Memphis, dude. It's an old school wrestling town. Let's do one of the old school booking uh, moves, and it's a freaking uh, battle royal. I did not. I, actually, I, I missed fifteen it. man over the top I battle royal. I was in that asleep for like an hour commentary. at that point. I thought it was cool. They're in Memphis. It's I'm a very on. old school. You know, it's a historically great wrestling town, um, and they went with an old school, one of the oldest school booking moves ever. Battle royal, main event, battle royal. Jeez, how many cards I wrestled on when I was young, uh, coming up in the business all over the country. And it ended the show ended with a battle royal. <laughs> no, there was no champ over enough to end the show, so you had to leave them, let them go home happy. And we would always do it with a battle royal. But so that's what I thought about it. I think they went a little historic booking on it. This thing, but anyway, it, it was cool. Fifteen man, it was long, dude. It was a couple of segments. This match, um, you know, I I like that Big Show got an entrance that he was shaving. Um, the Hardys got an entrance. Finn Balor got an entrance. And I thought it was interesting that Jason Jordan did not get an entrance. They came back from break, and he did not. Now, he had a great showing. <clears throat> he went down to, like, the final six, I believe, in this thing. Uh, it was Elias, Finn, Jordan, Hardy, meaning Jeff. No, those are the right guys, and I think the other two were Miz Taraj, right? I think it was. Yeah, that sounds um, right. You know, I to me, um, I, think, I, I think it's actually really cool uh, – that they dangled the whole Jason Jordan thing for the audience to give him just enough of a little push in this thing, but then pull it out from under him. And the, the finishing sequence, the last, you know, I don't know, whatever, 20, 30 seconds of the battle roll was actually really well done, well booked. Um, truth be told, guys, let's be honest with you guys, like a battle royal, the bulk of a battle royal, they're not, they're not hard to do. I mean, they're not, it, it you really can't, do a lot of high spots, it's dangerous. There's too many bodies in the ring. So, you know, you got to just be intense. It, it, it's they're, they're tiring because it's you're not really you're physically you're doing a lot of the same stuff. Um, but this battle wall was a little bit uh, accentuated in a good way. They showed a lot of good booking concepts. Whoever helped put this together, one of the agents did a good job. I don't know who it is. I like, like I said, the finish, the way the sequence went. I have no problem with Jeff Hardy winning the thing at all. I thought that was cool. Uh, I think it would have been a little too obvious if Finn would have won. Uh, I did not like the way Finn was eliminated. By having Bray Wyatt come out of nowhere, transition, transition, and Bray Wyatt's gone. I mean, I, I think that's a little bit, I don't know. I, I didn't like it. I just didn't like the Finn thing, the way they got rid of Finn. I like that they protected Finn, but I don't like the way they got rid of Finn. I, I, I was hoping that, well, Elias was going to win. That's what I was hoping. 
Um, I like that he was in the final six. Uh, I I would not have thrown a flag if Jason Jordan would have won because I think they want to push this guy. I, I got to tell you the truth. I think they're, they're doing the right thing by not letting him win them, the match, the battle royal. They're pushing him just enough. So I'm spitballing out here, so I'm just thinking of different things. I, I If I had to pick who I wanted to win, I'd probably go with Elias. Um, I think he's up this game. I, I think he's getting over. Um, but... You know, if you have Finn win, how do you have Finn go against Miz and not, you know, become IC champ? Uh, I think Jeff Hardy, I, I got a feeling Jeff's not going to win, but I think they look at Jeff as a guy who is, he won the battle wall. He's more than credible. The guy's ultra credible for sure, and he's earned everything he's gotten. Um, so Jeff winning, I think it's, it's a safe bet because he's in a tag team with his brother. I don't think a lot of people expected it. I know I didn't expect it, so I, I thought that part was cool. I don't think he's going to be the Intercontinental Champ, but who knows? Maybe they do. Maybe they make him the Intercontinental Champion, and like I've been saying that nausea amount here, maybe this is the, the something that triggers Matt Hardy to become awakened or broken or whatever it is. <clears throat> and now there's heat between Matt and Jeff. Who knows? Because we've seen, since the Hardys are back, Matt Hardy break more into the broken character than Jeff. Jeff hasn't really done a lot of the Brother Nero stuff at all. I mean, a little bit, but not much. So maybe, maybe they, may, who knows? I'm just thinking out loud here. Maybe they have, um, you know, Jeff Hardy beat Miz. Probably not, but maybe he wins the, the uh, IC. That's that, that's that next, where's that match? Uh, no I don't mercy? know if they said. No. That'll probably, that'll say, probably be No Mercy. I mean, they're not. I don't. I doubt they. I mean, they maybe they could do it on Raw, but I'd imagine that's no mercy. Old booze again during Raw. No, uh, not old booze. Yeah, fresh, fresh booze. Fresh booze. <laughs> Straight scotch, drunken Jones. Yeah. Oh, the good uh, stuff. Let's go uh, all the way out to the uh, the nasty river called New Jersey, and let's talk to Joseph. Joseph, you are on the Taz show. What do you say there, Haas? Hey, good moment, Taz. Good moment, team. How you guys Big doing? Joe, what's up? Big Joe, what's up, buddy? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about uh, that weird little moment, that little promo that they ran with John Cena and Roman Reigns during the Seth Rollins and Cesaro fight. I, I found it pretty off. Because, uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm trying, we're bringing up the speed. I, I, I caught some of the Seth Rollins. I didn't catch the whole thing. I, must, I think I missed this. What happened? So they had, uh, I think it was Cesaro came out first, and uh, all of a sudden after Cesaro came out during his entrance, they ran this like what felt like a five-minute promo of Roman Reigns and John Cena, like a video. And I, was I just didn't like, see that. All right. And then, yeah. and then weird. that is weird, like, Joe. That 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 Joe. That is weird. Dennis, did you see this? Joe, hold on. I actually did not hear. I was in the middle of dinner at this point. Old duels again. Um. Okay. Continue, Joe. Yeah, I just felt it just felt off to me because it was like, all right, you know, we can get to that later. Why why did they have to run a promo video in the middle of a, a match that was about to go on? You know what I'm saying? And wait, then, wait, uh, so wait, let me, Joe, 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 let me get this straight. So Seth Rollins sorry. came out, Seth Rollins came out, and then they ran a John Cena Roman Reigns video package. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I, and it I didn't felt know like, that. It felt like it was going on for like five minutes or so. Maybe that was an error by the truck or something. Who knows? I, that sounds odd. I agree with you. Thanks for calling, Joe. I appreciate you, kid. That does sound odd, though, bro. 
I don't remember yeah. that. I'd love to get a little help here. Ant, did you see that? <laughs> Ant, hello. Ant. Oh, Lord. Dude, they play a lot of video packages. You're a video director. You know how this works. You're in the business. You're in, you're in the biz. You know how this works. Please. Okay. Uh, by the way, we're going to go to break in a little while here. Before I do that, and I wanted to say something else about the Battle Royale in a second. I have a question from a production uh, and booking guest perspective. Uh, is Mike Johnson coming on via the phone or not, Dennis? We can have him if you want him. He's uh, he's up and available, but well, you have I you have I'm final say. Not. You're the. Uh... Say no. Well, on it's the your... air. No. <laughs> I mean, you could. What am I gonna say? He would. He would. He would. He would he, okay, I get it. Well, what? I'm He'd sorry. say, "Okay, I understand." No, I'm joking. Of course, we'll have him on. Absolutely. I didn't know if it was something that he wasn't around or whatever. He can't come on Skype. So, uh, so during oh, the break, phone call Jones on the phone. Got it. So back to this battle royal. One other thing I want to say. Um, what would have made this better, guys? What would have made this better, this battle royal? Now, before I tell you what would have made it better, I want to ask Dennis, just fans' perspective. Did you like the battle royal? I did like the Battle Royal because I think Jeff winning was a surprise. I, I mean, I, I was expecting, I'm going to be honest, I was expecting Jason Jordan to win. It made sense right, with the storyline. Right. So Jeff winning was a surprise, I mean, especially being in the tag team with the Hardys. So I did enjoy it. And I enjoyed okay. Battle Royals in general. Okay. I'm going to tell you what could have made it better. First, I want to give a shout out on Twitter to Jeremy at Dissident103. He said the Hardy match, meaning the IC match, I guess he means, will be on Raw next week. So someone's paying attention. Okay. Miles also tweeted back. He said, uh, next week. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, Shano on Twitter, uh, at Shano, said, uh, Reigns did sign the contract. Taz is right again. Uh, Cena cheered when he did. He's right. But That's right. to be Shano, honest, I do remember there being a video uh, package. Dennis so that could have been it, and I just there. didn't realize Seth had uh, already come the out. The guy in the front row looked like Dennis. Looked like you, Dennis. He's obsessed. No, but I mean, like, I, I, Cena and <laughs> Reigns won. In the front row. He is. He's really, been ha- he's really been hammering it. He really has. He's obsessed with this. But um, so I was right. You were wrong. Uh, the Kingsman said that uh, Reigns signed the contract and flipped the table. So a lot of the Taz Show Nation is all over uh, the Twitter uh, confirming and galvanizing my point because they pay attention where the other people who work on the show probably didn't even watch Raw. So that's how this works. So Taz doesn't come to the studio. We could run around and play grab ass me and you in. And no one's going to know. No one's going to care. Taz isn't here. Who cares? The substitute teacher's in. It don't matter, right, Dennis? That's professional. Floyd oh, Money yeah. Mayweather. You and Floyd and, and Andy just run around, kicking around there in the studio. It's unbelievable. He took us out to dinner last night. All the money <laughs> right, so he what got. made this better? This battle royal. What can decide? What made it better was The Miz. What I mean by that? Put The Miz on color commentating, guys. The friggin' announcers, I felt bad for them. They're over here asking questions, pondering about The Miz... What he's thinking, what's this, what's that, what's this? And the guy's ringside. I mean, I'm not blaming the announcers. That's that's the writing of the show, and it's a Vince call, obviously. But I would put put Miz at the table and hit it on camera once in a while where you have Miz, uh, Miz's wife, Marie, sitting there. She's a beautiful woman. Have her sitting there. So it, it, at least it gives you a different look, and you go back to the announce table, show a quick shot of the camera, and then, uh, of the announce desk, I mean, and then go back to the ring with the Battle Royal. And you're getting perspective from the guy who's the IC champion, and all these men are fighting to get an opportunity at his his title. 
<clears throat> Look, I'm not saying that they're jipping out on Miz's mic time. They're giving him a plethora of mic time. I know that. But, and it's well deserved, by the way. But I would have had him on color commentary for this match and had him just been pissed, freaking out a little bit, like, what the heck is going on here? Yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? So, so this is not fair, ba, ba, ba. And then Cole or King or um, uh, Corey could ask, you know, uh, Miz any questions they have. And then us as the audience will get that insight directly from the IC champ. Right? Dennis, yes, no, you like that? I mean, as usual, that was a phenomenal idea. Yes. Um, And as you guys know, before we go to break, Booker T was not there last night. So thoughts and prayers with him and everybody in Houston and his family. So, um, you know, uh, I think Book has lived in Houston, geez, for ages, you know, for years. And he's, he's got a, a successful wrestling school there. And uh, he came up in the Texas area there for U.S. Uh, for world class back in the day. So, uh, you know, hopefully everything's OK with Booker and his family. Um, it was uh, I think it was good that WWE and uh, the announcers, you know, mentioned that, obviously, about Booker. So uh, I hope everything's OK with Book and I'm sure everything's OK, God willing, for him and his family. So. Um, and everybody else in that Houston area. It's horrible, as I said yesterday before the show. Uh, so try to help these people down there, you know. Um, okay, got to go to break here. Um, other side of break, uh, we will have Mike Johnson on the phone. Um, so uh, we'll give Mike a chance to kind of rebut, in essence, what I was saying about the whole Enzo thing, if Mike wants to rebut. If he doesn't, that's fine, too. This is the Taz Show, kids. It's a Tuesday. Uh, be right back, bitches. Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yep. One hour down. One hour to go. Taz Show right here, Tuesday edition. We're talking a lot of Raw. I'm uh, live via video Skype, Skype video, whatever the F it's called. We're going to have uh, Mike Johnson on via the phone here in a second or two. So uh, that's the deal on that. What else? We're going to stuff we're going to do. Do that. Handle that. Later on, we'll be on Facebook Live. Floyd Mayweather in actual studio with Dennis. We've been there since yesterday. So happy I've been picking McGregor. Yeah. Close to stiff with all the money, Dennis. Without any further ado, let's bring in uh, the PW Insider Report head honcho, and let's do his open, please, sirs, in a 3-2-1. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Mike, hello, and welcome to the Taz Show. What's going on there, Cowboy Taz Orton? <laughs> Yeah, buddy. I don't know if you watched the video or not, but yeah, I got the big gimmick on. You're right. I'm, is uh, it like who had it I had the gimmick. Put, what's that? I had the gimmick in 2001 when I was in a car wreck. I After a week, I hated it. Oh, you had it. So who, let me ask you a question. Who had it longer? Was it Mike Sharp or Orton? Who had the gimmick on longer? Uh, I think I think Mike Sharp. I don't think Mike Sharp ever took it off. <laughs> at least Bob got it off at some point. Yeah, he did. Uh, no, that, that was over. <coughs> Excuse me. 
All right, Mike. So look, so we we're talking earlier. I, you know, we need to give us some of your PW insider report. But I don't know if you heard what I said earlier. I know uh, I I, you treated. Okay, good. So good. Let's talk about it. Uh, about Enzo and all the stuff and the heat backstage and the floor's yours. You got. I mean, you're right in that he doesn't have heat with the office. Obviously, there's people that like him. He wouldn't be getting a featured role in in Two Hundred Five Live, which is a show that Vince McMahon himself puts together in formats every week. If there were right. not people in the in the in the company that saw him as an asset, but amongst the guys in the locker room, he rubs them the wrong way. Just the way he carries himself, uh, he's been kicked off of tour buses. He's been told he's not allowed to dress in the raw locker room. Uh, there and I, there, I don't know the whole story, but after Kaz after Kaz got hurt a couple of weeks ago, apparently Enzo went on Twitter and kind of really buried him, which. Could have been an edict from the company, for all we know. I don't know. And there were people really taken aback and felt like when he got hurt and he and Enzo had the concussion and they stopped the match with the Void Villains, nobody yeah. went out of their way to kind of really bury him for it. He got hurt. And instead, mm. here's Cass got hurt, and Enzo, who was in a similar situation, was just burying him and ripping him on Twitter. Now, the difference is he was in the middle of a, of a big program with him, and you got to... Right, hold on, wait, Mike. Mike, let me ask you a question, bro, and I appreciate it. But so what, Dennis? If you could pull up Enzo's stuff, I don't know. I don't think Mike's gonna remember it. I don't, I don't blame Mike if he doesn't. You remember Mike? I mean, paraphrase like when you say that Enzo, that sounds odd uh, that he was burying him. There were comments about how uh, that Kaz was a quitter because the match ended because obviously he tore the ACL. Wow. Yeah, that that had to be something from one of the writers or. I, I uh, would but, hope so. You never know, but I mean, to me. Uh, if it wasn't, I, I would think they would have they would have told him, "Yo, you better delete the tweets." Dude, I have I have the tweet and, if you want to. Hold on, hold on, hold, hang on, hang on, relax, relax. Uh, so, Dennis, did you find did you find anything yet on this? Yeah, yeah, I have the tweet. It says, "You are never defeated when you lose, yo. You are defeated when you quit." And uh, I can't understand his slang. B i h hyphen cast. You've been defeated. Hashtag soft as, and then he gives the poop emoji with a fist. Hashtag no balls. Okay, hold on. And that's not deleted? No, it's from August 21st. And it's still up there? Looking at it right now. I got to tell you, Mike, I, I really think that that... I don't think Enzo would have survived in the industry as long as he has with that kind of a shitty attitude. That that's that had to be from the office, dude. Seriously. I, I, I don't know, but I know like that, that amongst some other things that he had done on a couple of on right. a tour where he upset Roman Reigns and pretty much got kicked off of the tour bus. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, he's just rubbed people the wrong way. Like, when he I was brought that. over to the cruiserweights last week, they were already, from what I understand, guys looking at each other like, oh, now he's going to be on this ro on this roster too? Like, right, right, so, right, right. So, I, I mean, can... we'll see. As you know, and you made a good point to me uh, when we spoke about this yesterday, sometimes it only takes a couple of bad eggs to really spoil a situation. But, That's my know, point. But, we'll see. We'll see That's my point. And just for the record, I believe you and I believe your sources that what they're telling you. I don't think I don't think you're lying. I think what you're saying to your people, to your fans on Twitter and on PW Insider, you're telling the truth. You're being told things. And I believe you. Um, I'm not saying those guys are lying. I'm not saying those guys like Enzo. I believe just by hearing you and some of the stuff you said that he does have some heat with some of the boys. But it only takes one or two, as you know, and it just it then it becomes a cancer. Now, 
I don't know Enzo. I know he's been on my show. He was on for like an hour, whatever it was, just a couple of years ago, whatever it was, when he was still in NXT. And he put over Cass to the highest moon. He put over, he was on the best behavior. He was so respectful to me. He knew his history. He knew like my history, you know, like, so he, you know, he seemed like a good, young, respectful talent. Now, maybe, just maybe, once he got to WWE and, and the push started with the tag team and, you know, maybe he got an ego then. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe that happened. But all I'm saying is that I just get upset because I've been a victim of this when when people, wrestlers sometimes, or even people from the office, and believe it or not, sometimes bosses, as you know. <laughs> okay, Mike, create a aura around certain wrestlers for to misguide and mislead the fans. And that's happened to me more than once. Um, so I had someone say to me a while back, oh man, you got no no friends in the business. And that person was right. I, I don't think I, I, as far as wrestlers, like guys from back in the day, I probably could mm-hmm. count my, my true friends, friends from the wrestling business that, that were wrestlers, probably on a half a hand, and I got a messed up hand. So I, 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 you know, and that's just a lot of young wrestlers need to realize that's the nature of this animal. And now there are some wrestlers that are my age, or former wrestlers that are my age, that they got tons of friends because they got into business to be friends with everyone and love everyone. You know, I, I sometimes, you know, you got to make some, some enemies a little bit. Now, I think actually Triple H, it's ironically enough, he tweeted that when he took a picture, I believe, with who did he take the picture with? Um, Adam Cole. Recently, mm-hmm. yeah. it was something like that, right? Something about the enemies line. Yeah. Uh, Triple H is not wrong. Triple H is right what he's saying. And sometimes you make enemies just by either being really good in the ring or really good on the mic or getting a lot of mic time or ring time. And it's envy. It's envy. And it just takes, I'm just saying to guys like yourself that are reporters and that guys like yourself that have a lot of credibility that have been in the business and recovering the business for how many years? 30 years, Mike? You've been doing this for that long. Uh, I mean, 2004 full time. Yeah, there you go. I mean, so, you know, you got a lot of years of doing this. So you have a lot of sources, a lot of people that you trust. And I'm sure, I'm sure you've came across a lot of wrestlers that have given you a lot of bullshit uh, information that was wrong and almost made you look bad. I'm sure that's happened it, too, right? That, that does. And when they do, I cut them off. You have to, right? So, yeah. my thing is, just, just, I'm not trying to give you a teacher lesson moment, but just be careful because I've been on the other end of this, and I know that um, while there was some scuttlebutt, and I mentioned it was Wade Keller who was a guy who was doing that was years ago. I have nothing against Wade Keller, but that was many years ago, and it was I probably Meltzer too. And these guys were writing stuff that had all this heat. I'm mean, going back 25, 20 years, whatever the hell it was, um, less than 20, probably less than 20 years, and. Uh, I'm walking in the locker room all over this country and world. I'm in the car with these guys. I'm at hotels. I'm in gyms. I'm eating breakfast with these guys. I'm sharing a locker room with these guys. And I never had one problem. And we would giggle about it. Like, what? Really? And I'm making all this money. Um, I'm getting TV time. And uh, um, I have the boss's ear where I can pitch an idea, meaning Vince. And I've never felt so secure at a job in my life. <laughs> like, But yet I'm hearing I got all this heat. Like, so... It, it just now that I have a platform to explain to the fans that sometimes that could be a little bit misli- mis uh, misguiding. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't trying to misguide anybody. I was just 
repeating what I was told by quite a few people all at the same time as Enzo was in the ring. So, and Mike, and you could have, it could be five people telling you, it could be ten people telling you, and that, and that's all it takes because wrestlers, they, they a lot of times, and I, and I have no dog in a fight. I don't have to defend Enzo. I'm defending because I know this has happened to me, and I've seen it happen to other guys, not just me, and girls. And I'm just saying, I don't care how many people are telling you, sometimes it, it, it could be a little, a, a little bit of an exaggeration and, you know, uh, a mountain out of a molehole, whatever, a molehole, whatever the expression is. You know, they make things bigger than they are. I'm not saying the guy doesn't rub people the wrong way. I'm sure he does. I'm sure that's all true. Um, and so I could go, uh, you know, in the middle of Manhattan and go into a, a big office building, a 20, a 50 foot, uh, a 50 story building, and go into just about 40 of those floors on different corporations' floor. And I bet you there's one or two male or females on that floor that the, the coworkers just don't like. It's part oh, of absolutely. work. No one likes me. You know? Yeah, well, there you go. Perfect. That's there the same go. with my team at that right there in Manhattan. Those guys hate me. No, we love you, Taz. I know. I know what happens in the green room. I see it all the time. I saw it when I was there. That's right. I forgot you. They hate me, bro. Those guys hate me. So right now they're typing up emails trying to get me fired and everything. What else is up, Mike? Dude, you should see the text I got saying, hey, do you want to to host a Taz show? You just got to wear an orange shirt. Who said this? (laughs) I'm not at liberty to say. It was a disclosure. You're not supposed to tell anybody. (laughs) Seth has got a lot of education to Mike Johnson. I mean, wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> uh, we do have some unfortunate news. Uh, there, there was a change to Raw last night. The, uh, the original plan for the show was Samoa Joe against John Cena. Uh, Joe got hurt over the weekend on the house shows. He's got a knee injury. Uh, the word we're hearing is about four weeks uh, before he's able to get back in the ring. That sucks. Uh, I, I got to reach out to him. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Mm. Yeah, bad Damn timing. It. Yeah, that sucks. Man. Damn it. Um, well, he'll bounce back. I mean, you know, they, yeah. they, 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 they've been doing the right thing with Joe. I mean, he's Joe's money. I mean, so, oh, you know. Tremendous. And he's, um, he's such a battle-tested guy and a rigid, strong body. Um, I don't think he's had a ton of, thank God for him, a ton of injuries in his career. So, um, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's battle-tested for sure. So, no, he's not getting any younger. I'm not saying he's old. He's in his prime. But I'm just saying, so he, he's, that sucks to hear. I'm sure he'll bounce back and he'll be strong as hell, so. Uh, four weeks is not the end of the world, but it does suck. So, gives them time to re—I guess you know what I mean, Mike. Like kind of re, uh, kind of reset the batteries on them a little bit and and do yeah, something kind of cool. How they want to use them. Yeah, it happened to me. I remember when I tore my bicep, and they would—they weren't pushing me, but it wasn't like Joe's push. And uh, I just wrestled. Uh, I think we we're in Baltimore. I can't remember where we were on Raw, live on Raw, and I tore my bicep. Um, I think it was against Perry Saturn, and then um, and then I ended up um, uh, being out for how many weeks? Five, six weeks, seven weeks, whatever it was. And I came back, and they kind of revamped me, and we revamped the character a little bit, and it was, and I got into an angle with Rikishi. It was a little bit of a better push for me. Believe it or not, it sounds weird sometimes getting an injury. Not that it's a good thing. No one, it's never a good thing, but you kind of have to be optimistic because you have no choice. You don't want to be negative, you know. Well, and, um. Over SummerSlam week, when I was doing one of the multiple stopping chats, as you love, uh, I caught up with Finn Balor, and he talked about his injury last year was actually a blessing because uh, it was the first time since he had been running around New Japan and the independents and 
international that he had actually taken a break and he's like you know i went from ireland to new japan to nxt to the main roster and all those years because i never had a break and so the, the yeah. actual the the six months or eight months that he was out it was actually good for his body and good for his mental state because yeah he was working to come back but he wasn't running around and he wasn't touring and it allowed him to kind of to kind of reset himself mentally and physically so sometimes yeah and you know uh, i'm sorry say again I said, you never want one, but sometimes injuries can be a good thing. Absolutely. No, it definitely can be. And it gives the office a chance to recharge your batteries, gives you a chance to recharge your batteries. And the thing is, dude, as you know, and people forget this because wrestling's always there. There's no off season, you know, and so guys need a break. Sometimes you need a break, physical break. It's a physical game. It's a, it's a mind F also behind the scenes that the, the political inside game is a, is brutal. Just X Enzo, boom, boom. Um, so, <laughs> but, but you know, you need a break sometimes. There's no off season, you know. That is true, and, I, and I've written about that a lot. And over the years, I do think that, especially in WWE's case, they can create a system where guys are cycled off television for a couple of months, and you can just have different storyline exits, whether it's a worked injury or they lose a lose a leaves town match, or they're right. going to go reinvigorate themselves by training. And guys don't even need to be. They can just not be live at the shows. But let's say right. Taz. Taz is like, his storyline's up, and we're going to bring him back in November. And they go to the gym with you the first week you're off. They film a bunch of stuff, and every other week, oh, we're going to catch up with Taz and see what he's up to. And they show Taz working out in different places and Taz uh, preparing for his big comeback. So even though you're not on the road and even though you're not touring, you're still on television every other week or so. So you're not, like, lost. The, your character is still on television. You're still selling action figures and merchandise. And, oh, and Taz is coming back. And they could do that with, with everybody at some point. Right. You know? And right. I, I do believe that's the future for WWE is that, all right, it's now November. We need to give Matt Hardy uh, some time off. So let, let's figure out his exit. And, and he'll have six weeks off, and then he comes back. And I think it would be good for the guys mentally. It would be good for their families. And I think it would be good for creative because – when you take people out of the equation, it forces you to push others, but it also allows you to come up with fresh ideas when you bring people back. So, but yeah. I hope, I really hope they get to that point at some, I, at some juncture. I'd really like to see WWE get there. I don't think they're there yet because there's that old WWE, there's that old pro wrestling mindset of we need all hands on deck. Everything has to be the biggest show ever, and it well, does. You know, but Mike, but Mike, let me stop you, bro. You're right, and everything you say. Just let me interrupt you because we have a delay, so that's why I had to kind of like attack your interruption, my interruption of you. Um, the thing is this, and you're right, and everything you said, and I agree with everything you said. Um, the thing from WWE's perspective, which is the tough thing, is money, you know, and your money, the way you get paid as a wrestler. See, that's the thing, you know, when you're home, you're getting paid a lot less. You know, I mean, it depends on your deal. I shouldn't, I don't want a blanket statement, everyone's contracts, everyone has different deals. And there's different language in all the contracts. But a lot of it is, you know, the wrestler will get paid a certain, like a minimum. Uh, and then if they supersede that minimum while they're on the shows, they make up and above more money. And that's the key. You know, they want to try and make as, as a wrestler, especially in WWE, because the schedule is rigorous. You want to make as much money as humanly possible as fast as you can because this stuff just don't last. You know, the business is it's vicious. I I love what you're saying, and I hope, you, I hope you're right that WWE can get to the point where they can give guys some time off, but yet 
don't have a bunch of wrestlers sitting home going nuts because they're paranoid because they're losing their spot. And I'm telling you, that's what happens. There's no comfortability. It, it, there's no comfortability. And that's what I think fans, that might be the toughest thing. And it's not me being insulting. If you take it insulting, whatever. I don't mean it like that. But I don't think fans or anyone, not just fans, really, you know, if you haven't been in that position where you've had a contract as a WWE superstar or wrestled for any company and made a lot of money, not just WWE, I don't think you could really truly appreciate how paranoia can build from losing a spot or making less money because you're not the topic of discussion in a writer's room because, no, uh, you know what? You're, you're right. Yeah. You're 100% yeah. right because I remember years ago I had a conversation with a guy and I, and we were just talking. I said, oh, by the way, I thought you had a great match on Heat this week. And he goes, right. yeah, what a waste of time. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, bro, I don't want to be on Heat. I want to be on Raw. I'm not making money yeah. being on Heat. And I That's looked at exactly. it from the point of, hey, you had a great match. And he looked at it like, yeah, that's a wasted effort. I want to be on the big show. I don't want to be on the small show. So you, that's right. the mentality of the guys, at least in you know in your generation. I think the younger guys today, there's more of a feeling of, hey, I'm on the team. I'm happy to be part of the team. Where in, <laughs> in your generation and, and certainly in, in the generation before it was, what can I do to be the top guy and screw Amen. everyone else? Amen. I, you are exactly right. Um, that, that's the uh, total truth right there. And, and that's... That's the problem, and hopefully that can change because it is a vicious cycle. Um, you know, you, you can't. And I'm not knocking WWE. I can't knock them in regards to this topic because, you know, they're running the business. Um, it, 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 these fans, I think, forget Mike. And I know you know this though, but fans forget, and they they that these guys are in girls are independent contractors, so. They're not working. Most of the times, they're not getting paid or they're getting paid not as much as they normally get paid, like a big drop, big drop. Right. So, you know, it's not like you're the quarterback of the freaking Kansas City Chiefs and you have a guaranteed deal or whatever. You know, uh, NFL contract's a little different. But, you know what I mean? Like you got locked into millions of dollars where you can make millions of dollars over the span of two two years, three years. These There's only a handful, maybe, on one hand you could count, wrestlers talents that are making above seven figures in WWE right or wrong I I would agree with you on that I think it's just the the, the very upper upper echelon your your Roman Reigns your John Cena types right and for those that don't know over seven figures is over a million dollars so to put it in perspective you know I think it's like hey Dennis maybe you can help me out here bro like what would you say like um a starting I don't know uh a starting offensive guard who's got some Success in the NFL is probably making a couple million a year, right? Yeah, a veteran, like an average veteran lineman, will probably make in the the two to five million range. And they are at the end of the day playing games, you know, a quarter of a year. Correct. Think about it, right? Now they're training all year and all that. I'm not diminishing and the football players. I respect them. Trust me. But my point is that they have a union, and they <laughs> that's a whole another topic, Mike, as you know. So yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but wrestlers, uh, I think it needs to get to a point for the talent that there's more protection where they can make more money and not have to work as much. And and I want to see WWE profit too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But uh, I, I think the business needs some work to do to, to get up into this, this century, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. we're still working off of this old system where you got to bust your ass, work your ass off, work all year round, bang your body up, and if you're not at the show, you're going to make a little less money. It's that simple. Well, I, you know? I agree with you, and I think 
as we've learned with each successive generation, it has gotten a little bit better when you hear about the crazy schedules that guys had in the, in the mid-'80s when WWF first went to that national expansion, and they were on the road for 38 or 45 days at a time without going home. Uh, you know, when you look at the loops that guys do now, I think it's a little bit more manageable. It's, it's still hard to be, you know, Friday yeah. I'm out, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I, 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 I do TV. Some guys also work Tuesday. You fly right. home Wednesday. You have a day or two to yourself, and then you got to handle your business and go back on the road. That is still a very rough treadmill to run. But you right. know, with each generation, I think it's gotten a little bit easier for Good. guys. Not, Good. not in terms of physical sense, but in terms of the, the right. mental grind. The physical, it might even be worse because you, you need to work harder. And not that we didn't work hard in my era, but you got to be more athletic. You got to really bring it because the fans are more and more uh, educated to the game. If you listen to Roman Reigns' promo last night, he basically said what I've been saying on here for about two years that. You know, guys that aren't on a full-time schedule anymore. Now, John's paid his dues, Cena. So, But Roman Reigns basically galvanized my point by saying, hey, man, I'm gone. I'm on the road. I'm working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And that's the truth. I remember I used to leave on Thursday if I was a West Coast swing and, and, and you got to go to work and you're gone and you're not back until Wednesday. <laughs> you know? Uh, and then we're going to go into a WrestleMania. And now it's like, oh, you know, one of the bigger name guys is going to come in and make 60 times the money you're making and work one show. Uh, like oh wow, griping about that's why people were griping about the when the Rock came back, you know. Exactly. Now Rock again, another guy who now these guys like Rock or Michaels or Austin, these guys paid their dues and came up in the business and worked a plethora of house shows also. So over the years, so they've earned that. I'm not knocking any of those guys, you know, none of them. Uh, I respect all of those guys uh, actually, but yeah, my point is, and the reality is not to cut you off. If Rock's on the show or Austin's on the show, draw. the awareness level on the show has just jumped tremendously Absolutely. compared to the average guys who are on every week. It helps your wallet, and that's how you try to look at it, because it did. You know, uh, it'll help your money. Uh, I remember working in Cleveland, Ohio on Super Bowl Sunday at a house show, and I don't remember who I wrestled. I might have been like Bob Holly, maybe. I can't recall. And we sold out the house. Well, because Rocky was at the main event. Like, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was Super Bowl Sunday at, on a matinee show, dude. And we sold out the Gund Arena. It was insane. You know, well, we didn't sell it out. Rock did. So, <laughs> but we reaped the benefit. I'm like, thanks, Rock. And I, you know, we all thanked him. You know, he sold out the house. But, uh, all right, Mike, I got to go to break, brother. But I appreciate you coming on. All right. Well, I'll see you next week. Everyone, check us out at PWInsider.com. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, that was a quick vlog. All right, we're going to break here. Uh, right there. That's Mike Johnson. Thanks for joining us. And Taz Show will be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash Taz Show after the break. Give some more thoughts on the, uh, the uh, simple stuff we just talked about with Michael being on the road as long. The difference, well, I kind of touched on it, I guess, as far as the Roman Reigns said. I thought it was very interesting in the promo saying that to Cena. Uh, what I thought Cena would have said back in rebut, but he didn't, but it's okay. Uh, we'll talk about that, some of that stuff on the other side of break. Uh, spitball a little bit about the fancy football league. Dennis, be on your toes. we got to figure this out. Draft is coming up on Thursday. I need to get a full list of everyone. Taz Show, sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All righty. 
we are uh, back here. Taz Show, fourth quarter city on this Tuesday. And uh, Facebook Live, apparently, guys, at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So you can uh, jump on there if you'd like. Into your business. That's your prerogative. And um, talk a lot about Raw here in this episode of the Taz Show. We had Mike Johnson a little while ago. So, we, um, you know, we're talking earlier a lot about the the Battle Royal, and I mentioned, uh, you know, the only thing I would have done different with it, I think I'd have to problem with Jeff Winning, I would have had, definitely had Miz on color commentary. You know, I think I would have had it a lot. Well, that was, that was my only critique on that. Um, also, um, uh, well, shocking deal, right? That's what you say with the new women's champ, Sasha, losing to Bliss. You know, surpri- surprising. Not sh- uh, It annoys me because Sasha, Sasha, that's her fourth time winning the belt, and she's lost the rematch all four times now. And, and the bad part is that the reason why you know that and everybody else does is because they had the heel say it before it happened. <laughs> That's what Alexa Bliss's promo. She said that, didn't she? I yes, she did, and it, it's like Sasha. I don't know what. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know. Uh, I know when we saw Nia drop back and turn, uh, turn babyface on uh, Alexa. Uh, I thought it was cool when she picked her up. I'm like. Is she going to do this? It, it's kind of seemed like it was going to happen. I'm like, nah, she won't do it. And then when she did it, like, I popped. Like, ah, she did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, they had me. They had me. I didn't think she was going to do it. Um, but they they, ha- they got me good. I, I, I was hoping she was going to turn, and she did. I, you know, I, I think that, um, by the way, on Facebook Live, uh, some people chatting here already. Uh, Bill Clay, Sasha being buried again. Eh, I don't know buried is the right word. How many times is she the champ? <laughs> Three times? Something like that. Four. A ton of TV time. Making a lot of money. I don't know about Barry, but I get your point, Bill. I understand you, what you're saying. Barry might be an exaggeration, but I get you, kid. Um, Bill Sonaville said on Facebook Live, great ending segment. Yeah, I think it was a great ending segment for sure. I like that Michael Cole pointed out the facial expression in the replay of the change of Nia, Jax, and, and Alexa while she took the bump. I thought that was cool. Um, I still think that... Um, Naya, I, I, you know, this might not be the popular thing to say. <clears throat> Excuse me. From a work rate perspective, I think she's almost there. I, I've, I've never done backflips on her current work in, in NXT up until now, too. Um, she's a big athletic girl, and she is athletic. And she's not, I don't think she's horrible in the ring by any stretch. Um, she's working with a lot of girls that are a lot smaller than her. Um, I think she, she, her work rate in the past year or so has really improved a lot. Um, if they put the title on her, which maybe they're gonna, I don't think it's the end of the world. I think it'll be pretty good. I think people like her and will like her as a babyface. Um, I, I just think they they do. Uh, they will, I should say, uh, because she's been a heel for so long. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think she's got good upside. I do think that there's some things in the ring that she needs to fix. Her crispness as a worker, her, her intensity is pretty good, but her crispness is a little off, her physical crispness. I know it's a tongue twister kind of, but 
Um, is what it is. Manuel Leal on Facebook Live. Good moment, Taz. And to Facebook Live friends. Uh, we all walk with Taz. That's what Manuel said. We all walk with Taz. Who wants to walk with Elias? Yes. Ah, love Elias. That's not me hacking of Elias, by the way. That's not a hack. Dennis, you understand the difference here. This is not a hack. Uh, you think it's a hack? No, I don't think it's a... Maybe I do. Uh, what's the difference? Uh, what's the difference? You, you suck at this job. So... <laughs> well, Ant, yeah, that's the truth. That, Ant, that was so stiff. Yeah, right, Ant? What'd you say, boss? That was <laughs> stiff? I can't hear you. No, I, I didn't hear the one word you just said. You said that was stiff of you. You're never stiff, man. The sound effects store is not working right now. Wait, go back to work. Okay. Um, so, Get back to work before I give you a beating. I give you a beating. Hey, so look it. Here's the thing. The difference is, I don't remember what I was talking about. Uh, walking with Elias and walking with Tez. The difference. I'm not hacking, and this actually 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 is right behind me. If we go full screen, Jones, and when we do, it'll be gone. And boom. It's not a hack by me, and sometimes because you hear the, I'm acknowledging it's Elias. I'm acknowledging it's his bit. It's not a hack. It's a fun little parody. Who oh, parody. I'm I'm cool with parody. We can parody all day. Who wants to walk with Elias? You almost did. Uh, let's go two shot jumps, please. I'm directing and everything. You almost did a, a, a Dennis. You almost did a. When, I, when you said parody, it was almost a little bit like a sell. Oh, parody. Oh, pa you almost <laughs> See, that's what happens. See, I'm all about parody. Like, we got parodies over here, and we got parodies over here. So, we're so, we're yeah, big parody I'm guys. I'm not hacking lies. It's not a hack. And and before anybody says it, it's not, because I, it's full acknowledgement of the originator of who wants to watch. It's his bit, not mine. I'm just having fun with it. Parody Jones. I mean, so... And, you know, so I, I, when the guy says it, I sit home and I pop. I just laugh when he says it. I, the guy, I, I love the guy. I think he's great. And it was when he first came into NXT, I was ripping him, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, he's really – he's done a great job at, at character building because he wasn't very good when he first came up. Speaking and, of not very good, David Burns on uh, Facebook Live, God, Dennis is a jobber. Uh, wow. Uh, subtle. Hey, David. Oh, uh, Thanks, pal. Brian Furnich. Says on Facebook Live, Dennis needs to shave like the big show. No, no, we don't need to see any more of his face. No, don't <laughs> shave, Dennis. Actually, I agree you with should you there. Borrow, you got Floyd Mayweather in the studio. Borrow that mask, the gimp mask he wore, and and wear that. I gave it a so, nick. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, we haven't heard from him for a while. Huh? He's, <laughs> I don't think he likes you very much. You, you, you kind of. He doesn't. He, he you turned him off the show. The yeah, business. the last phone call, him he wasn't he was not pleasant with me, and we no, haven't heard from him right. since. You turned him off the show for sure. Sorry, Nick. Call back um, anytime. Yeah, that's great. So we saw two really long talk wrestling. Taz, please just talk, talk <laughs> about wrestling. We saw two really long matches, right? Two really long matches. We saw Seth and uh, was it Cesaro, and we saw Dean and Sheamus, right? Was that what it was? That is the order, correct? Right. I'm not looking at the paper. Um, man, these matches were long. Um, all four guys really good in the ring. Uh, Seth probably and Cesaro probably the two top guys out of those four guys. Man, as far as wrestlers, I mean, no knocking those other guys. I guess I kind of did knock them, but I, whatever. It is what it is. I mean, I think, think Seth and Cesaro are kind of better workers than the other two, but the other two are good too. Um, I have to be frank. 
I just um I don't know what it is. I I I, I just this angle and and Seth in this tag with Dean. I just it's just my perspective, guys. I'm not you know I, I'm not saying I'm right on it. I I, I I'm not a fan. I'm just not into it. I'm just not into it at all. Um, I don't know what to say. I'm just not. <laughs> it just loses me. And and you know, I mean, uh, do you do you feel different, Dennis? I and mean, if you do, that's cool. I'm just wondering. I I do. I for the majority of the the build up, I was with you. It just wasn't doing it for me. And then when they they did the fist bump, and it was like the shields, well, two thirds of the shields back together. It got me, reeled me in. Um. I'm going to give them a little more time before I jump ship just because th- what baby faces are there in the Raw tag division? I mean, them and the Hardys. So I, I, I'm giving them the opportunity to see where this goes. They got to wrap things up with Sheamus and Cesaro and see yeah. where they go from there. Hi, uh, let me interrupt you. Ty Brumley on Facebook Live. The Dean and Seth team seems played out, and it's not cool like 2012 or something. I, I, the thing went too fast. I couldn't keep up. But I, I kind of agree with the guy. It does seem a little played out. Like, I don't know, man. Um, it just, um, hmm. Grant Eric says, uh, I think it's helped freshen them up a little bit. I, you know, I think Dean needed more freshening up than um, than Seth Rollins. I think Seth is a guy who just, he was pushed really hard and high up, as was Dean. I just think Seth Rollins um, really... I, I felt like he just went to that. He he was almost. Uh, this uh, man, this might be an overstatement. This might be a little exaggeration by me. I'm going to say it anyway. I think Seth Rollins was so close, and it's not over. What he still can do this was so close to getting to that, you know, that John Cena monster household name push level. Um, he's not. And and Cena kind of said that that tough line to to Roman Reigns yesterday. I'm back here as a part timer. I have to be here because you're not doing your job. I'm paraphrasing. And what he's saying is you didn't get over enough Roman Reigns to be a big star. So I have to come here and carry the weight, which I don't believe and I don't agree with. Um, but I think a lot of that is just Cena trying to be controversial on the mic and get that ooh for people to do that. Whoa, shots fired. Shots fired! Ah, shut the <laughs> fuck up! I hate that line. Uh, Shots fired. Uh, anyway, um, the Shots fired at the shots fired crowd. So, I think that um, for for Roman Reigns, I do think he's he's just about at that household name level, just about. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think Seth Rollins is there. He's close as hell to be in that household name realm. Um, you know, Clay Wessel here on Facebook Live, they're using Cena to try to get Reigns over. And reuniting the Shield uh, is another thing they can do to try to get Roman over. Eh, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I think they're just trying to, you know, do something with two guys that <laughs> people love to hate. And John Cena and Roman Reigns as opponents. That's what I think they're doing. Uh, Kerry Joseph Moore, uh, sup Taz, you're great. Thank you, Kerry. You're great too. Appreciate that. Thing. You know, I, I think that the Ro- uh, Roman, I'm sorry, the uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose thing for me is just not, just not there. Um, 
I think Dean Ambrose is a guy that if they could figure something out with him, put him, let's forget about him for a minute, put him almost like on the side and work something out with him financially, give him a break, but keep him under contract. Don't want to let the guy go. And then bring him back in a few months, shock everyone, bring him out, kind of repackage him. I think Dean Ambrose could be could be big. The guy works his ass off in the ring. He's a very hard worker, you know, and he's respected, and he should be. He's earned that. But I think he's a guy that needs just to be come back repackaged. You know, as we were talking about earlier with Mike Johnson about guys taking a break, it's tough because from a financial standpoint, you make less money. Um, oh. That's number one. Number two, the company, you're an investment. That's what you guys got to realize here. You're an investment. You are a wrestler there, and you're getting pushed. You are an investment. Um, you know, that's how it works. Eric Gonzalez, who is shorter, you or Hornswoggle? Well, Hornswoggle, especially when I stand on my wallet. Uh, but thank you for sharing. <laughs> that's how this, this is me, normal. This is me on my wallet. Anyway, uh, I <laughs> uh, That's good. You know, so uh, you got to put over trolls once in a blue moon. You know, I love it. Someone goes on your Facebook while you're live on the air broadcasting worldwide, and they come on your Facebook page to try and make a stupid ass joke. I'll put the guy over. I'll, I'll get him over so now people know him. Good luck. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. For me, uh, you know, I, I think that um, the, just to wrap this up, I think that what they should do, which would be nice, is if they did a deal where. You could have Dean Ambrose kind of be shelved for a little while and then come back and shock the world, come back as a nasty prick heel. Um, I, I would go that route. I think they, they need to get a couple of these guys in that household name realm. I think Braun Strowman's rapidly on the way to get there. I think they got to keep him super strong. Uh, I think they got great upside with Samoa Joe. Now, we just heard from Mike. He's got that knee injury, so that sucks for Joe, but he'll bounce back. I think Joe's another guy that they really should put the rocket on. I think on SmackDown, right? Bobby Roode's on SmackDown, right? Right? Tonight? I I'm sure. I'm saying he's in the SmackDown uh, brand, right? He's not on Raw. He's on SmackDown. I can't hear you, dude. I don't know what happened to the audio, but uh, whatever. Don't be deal. I, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I lost Dennis for a second. No, we can hear you. Audio dropped. All right. He's on uh, Bobby Roode's on SmackDown, Bobby Roode's on right? SmackDown, correct. He's another guy you gotta you gotta you know, rocket him up. You gotta rocket up Shinsuke Nakamura. You know these are the guys that you gotta make your next tier. You gotta make them, you know, your next John Cena's. Uh, your you know you gotta make them your, you know, your rocks, your Steve Austin's, your Shawn Michaels. You know, um, you gotta do that. You gotta do that with these guys. Um, you know, in my opinion. So we shall see. I, I'm just not. You know, I think it's okay for a little short term deal where you're doing this tag team thing with Seth. And Dean, I don't, I don't know if that's for the long. Uh, I don't think it should be for the long, my viewpoint. But we shall see. Um, real quick here before we end this show, we got ten minutes left. Uh, fantasy football, Jones. We got the uh, the loose ass invitational. That's what we're going with the name, correct? Absolutely. That was easily the best one we spitballed yesterday. No. All right, thing. and fly up that graphic with all the contestants, please, including yours truly, Mister uh, Mister Running the Game Sass himself. He's got no graphic. And there it was, Blackout Jones. Okay, you had a day to do it, and you did nothing. Um, what What are the names we have on this list? It's you, it's Dennis, it's Anthony, it's yours truly, that's me. It's Seth, it's Crying Brian, that's five. We got Robbie. Cowboy, Robbie, Mike Johnson. 
That's eight. That's eight. So we got eight in the league? We got eight. Why is Mike in the league? Uh, Why? Why? I mean, we can give him the boot. I don't think he'd be that upset. <laughs> well, who can we replace him with? Uh, Lean, well, how about Lean Mean? Well, see, here's the thing. I, I love Lean Mean. Now you got to open it up to fans. Now we're going to get fans clamoring. Oh, who deserves yeah. who deserves to get in? Who doesn't? I mean, obviously, Lean Mean would be at the top of my pick. So speaking of Lean Mean, uh, can we roll that video? Yeah, that me, he ran yeah. yesterday. You guys get a chance to pull it up. Yeah. Those that didn't see it on YouTube and go to YouTube and watch it. I don't know. Is it on Lean Mean's YouTube? I don't even know where this thing is. But go watch it when you get a chance. We'll, we'll run it here. It's very funny. Uh, Dennis is scrambling right now to get it because he's in it. He's like one of the stars of it. So and there's some cameos from some of the old Taz Show producers. So and it's um, it's kind of a shilling sh video, but it's funny. Uh, Lean Mean, as usual, takes it upon himself to just do these things which are just great and hilarious and much appreciated. You know what I mean? So um, uh, we, get, we got that rocking. What do we got here? We do have it. Can we play it like right now? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. We will have this little battle with you two guys, and it will probably bring my show to a whole new level. Just to point out the, uh, the shirt you're wearing, my friend. You're, you're one of the best models we've ever had here on Tag Show. That's the uh, Nub City shirt. Much with that giant mic, anyway, so people can see it. Yeah, that's the Nub City shirt. Dennis Jones uh, with the spitball shirt. Oh, if that not a model? Look at that. That's how you sell merch. Cover your face. <laughs> now we got a good. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. So Sam that's Jones. the spitball shirt. <laughs> that's a lot of man meat between the two of us right there. Oh, my Lord. Crazy. I mean, it's just, this is tremendous. It's a little bit too Where's much for captain? you two guys in this Who's shot. Kind of My luckiest! Ah. With sure models like these, I can only say one thing. Buy a hat. Seth, <laughs> I didn't know that he was going to be on the show, but what a wonderful surprise. Maybe we need a poll, Captain. I got news for you. Captain ain't here no more. Seth, you wanted to know if I needed your size. No! Buy my stuff. I'm trying to represent. You're wearing stuff you get for free. You're broke. Can I get one of those for free? Please, try to pay my bills for God's sakes. You need an updated Taz Show wardrobe. I'm waiting for a free one. <laughs> After today's show, I'll be rendered obsolete mule. Hooray! It's called Sethitis. Captain's log of Hump Day 1. Oh, that's too much. Nyman. I will live on in infamy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Well. The sad part is you'll live on. Look at how good Dennis looks in this shirt. Really, and the bruise. If this guy can look good in a shirt, then all of you can. He's your model to be at Pro Wrestling Tees. The t-shirt of your selection. The Taz Show top model to be. Goal! It was a punishing battle, but congratulations to the Lumberjack, Dennis Jones, on winning the Rumble for the Runway and becoming Taz Show's top model. There he is, Mr. Western States Heritage. <laughs> Pretty good, Big Vike. I want the world to know you got to let it show. That's going to keep me at the CBS Radio Hall of Fame. You're going to end up calling me back to record you two doing a duet. Tremendous. Oh, my God. Lee Mean, can't thank you enough, big man.
Um, tell people where to find that, brother. Is that a lean means? Uh, That's a uh, lean. Whoa, the lights went out in here. Ooh. Oh, Doc Matt Jones. <laughs> you never look so good. Uh, oh, what? like I don't know what the hell just happened. Silhouette Jones. You usually take up most of the sensor. That's what I'm so saying. The sensor, like, hello. Turn uh, my maybe. light on. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta this do some. Odd. I gotta walk around and see if that helps. Don't walk. Whatever. Just just be careful. Don't fall. Don't trip. Don't don't. Yeah. What what are we doing here? Yeah. This is so unprofessional. Lights are out. I gotta end the show. I mean, I got things to do here. What the f is going on? Okay, here he is in Technicolor. Hey, uh, where can people uh, watch that? Is that on you? That YouTube. That's uh, Lean Means. You well, you have it on your on your Twitter. You can find it there if that's most easiest for people. Or Lean Means Twitter itself. I mean, uh, Lean Means YouTube page. You just type in YouTube, and it's the Taz yeah. Show Top Model Battle at LM Fight is Lean Means uh, YouTube name. Awesome, awesome. All right, cool. great work as always um, by Lean Mean. Say again. Great work as always by Lean Mean. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, he does a great job, and he's the man. Much appreciated, Lean Mean. You know, you know, we love you. You know that we love you like a brother. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, uh, so look, that's the show, kids. Uh, we're we're, we're going to wrap this thing up at uh, right on time, a rarity. And um, so here's the thing. I appreciate you guys jumping on. Uh, we're you know uh, kicking ass right here. Uh, the show's just rolling through. Tomorrow, uh, talk some SmackDown here on the Taz Show. Uh, so we'll do that because the uh, the SmackDown is tonight, so it should be interesting. Um, before I do that, real quick, maybe I should do a, should I do a little preview real quick of SmackDown? You think the fans would like that? I mean, think? No one cares? they love when you talk wrestling. Got to talk, talk wrestling, you schmuck. Um, Nobody wants to hear you shell your t-shirts. <laughs> oh wait, you know what? We might have to. Well, here's the preview for, um, for SmackDown. <laughs> uh, it's in Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, uh, we're actually going to go to fifth quarter here. We're not ending. Tell your friends, hit the bump, the brakes. We're not ending yet. There's some other things to talk about. Hold on, everybody stop. We're not ending the show yet. First of all, Little Rock, a little disjointed here. I got to tell you something about Little Rock. Little Rock, you know what happened to me in Little Rock? I'll tell you what happened to me, Dennis, in Little Rock. See, you're going to bookend I... the show with anger. You did, you still, you yes. opened hot, and now you're going to close hot. Uh... I got effing... Oh, stuck in Little Rock for like three friggin' days in arguably the worst ice storm, I-C-E, ice storm you've ever seen in your effing life working for WWE. Stuck in a shitbox hotel because everything was booked and try to fly out of Little Rock, no disrespect to people in Arkansas, in Little Rock, and in an ice storm. Dude, it was insane. Shut down Jones, lived in Denny's and Waffle House. Um, oh, that's not a bad spot. That's not a bad spot to live. I know, I know, but but dude, I, now when I hear Little Rock, I think of that ice storm. It absolutely sucked. Um, the other thing I had to do before we wrap up, we didn't tighten up. I got sidetracked about the fantasy football league. So it's called the in, in, Lusas Invitational. It's eight guys. Mike Johnson might have to get eliminated. Now we we discussed some names. So. You said you don't want any fans in, so that was your call. Cool. Now, who do we put in? Uh, we we could do the cap. We can bring the captain back if we're bringing Robbie back. There's an Point. idea. Um, level Jones there, though. You know, buy a hat. Maybe maybe um. Video maybe Brian was a big cap. football guy. If I don't, I mean, who Ooh. knows? Video, yeah, Video Brian. Oh. Yeah, have Video Brian. Ask either those guys. They're both going to tell you to go f yourself, probably. Um, no, Aunt Aunt said uh, Pat McGroin. 
Mm, no. Um, not going to have Pat McGroin on. No. See you, Pat. Thanks for coming. You can't go and be part of this football league, this uh, loose-ass invitational fantasy football league, when you've done one show. Sorry, Pat McGroin. Not happening. Um, no. Got Crime Bryan's in there? Crime Bryan's in. We spoke with him yesterday. He's, hold on. Hold He's, on. He's a little bit of a douche in the draft. Trust me. I've like a like a crap talker. Uh, yeah, uh, Chat Jones and acts oh. like a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and and he's a very confrontational guy. Most of you guys know that about video. Uh, crime, Brian. Very confrontational. And said you're going to hate him when you do the draft. No, and I hate you already. Um, so <laughs> it's okay. Now, I and what do you think here, bro? Should we bring in maybe you want video, Brian? In he's your mentor, or you want Captain? Um. I mean, I know Video Brian. He was a nice guy, so I would probably say Video Brian. And then it would be like, you know, the grasshopper finally taking the sensei on. Oh, my God. Taekwondo Jones. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> really matter, it's though, because I will run away with this league. I'm, I'm saying it right now. Sweeping you're declaration. With, listen to me. You're not running away with anything. I, you're not. I, I, you don't understand. I'm really good at this. And I, I know the game. I sit around. I watch the, the summer camp. I watch football summer camp. That's what I do on TV. Um, I'm obsessed, and I will win. Uh, video, I'm sorry, Crying Brian is underratedly good, by the way. That's what he was so, telling us last year. He, he, like, lost one or two games in the regular season, but then lost to the captain in the finals. Captain was pretty good, too. I, I you mean, got to be captain back. Yeah, you got to. He's, he's the good. champ. If, well, captain's the champ? He's the defending champ. I thought Brian was the champ. Champ, the toilet bowl champ. No, he won the regular season. Here's the, uh, here's the trophy. Whose trophy is that? That's the fantasy football trophy. Fantasy football. Why, did, why is it not on their mantle at home? I mean, that's something you got to take up with them. Well, if then we got to we got to see the captain. Captain uh, Mike Johnson, thanks for coming. Okay, he's not in it. Uh, so you got to reach out, bro. Captain liked you. You're like one of the only guys he actually liked. Yeah, he actually. Yeah, captain did like. That's because he's never really worked with you a lot. Um, yeah, we'll take it. No, well, I can reach out to reach the out. captain. We could add both the captain and video Brian. So mm. now I got to do math. Hold on. So we scratch that's Mike nine. Johnson. That's, that's, yeah, that's and then wild. we can open it up to one fan. No. Okay. No, you said no fans. And I would love all the fans to do it, but you said no fans. Well, we did that for March Madness. Ooh. See, see in the spring. Do, well, hold on a minute. Is there a way? Uh, not a bad idea. What we did for March Madness. Fifth quarter, by the way, folks. Uh, what we did for March Madness. Is, would that be a separate thing? And how do we do this? Help me out, because this kid don't know what he's talking about. This kid, Dennis. How do we do this, Ant? Ooh. Okay, thank you. I just, I don't know. So, I don't want to like, hurt anyone's feelings. You did with that. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Sexual wow. groan. Wow. Because <laughs> wow. here, because here's the thing. Like, if if we're talking fans. Lean Means to, at the top of the list and Chef Mike are, are 1 and 1A one because Chef Mike feeds us. So those would be the two that jump out. No, no. I, I don't think Chef Mike's a football guy, and I don't want him in it. No, Chef that? Mike's a football uh, guy. Big Giants fan. Oh, stop being a mock for Chef Mike because he brings the food in. Stop it. You're always a mock for the guy because he has food. Stop. Oh. Seriously. Yeah, really. I'm sorry. It's just I'm just, you know, I, I call it like I see it, son. I mean, that's just the way it I is. appreciate your honesty. You know, you need to be a little bit more professional here. So, I mean, it's that simple, okay? You need to get what's best for the show, okay? What's best for the show, okay? And by the way, 
on a Facebook Live, by the way. Hold on, wait, this thing's not working now. Shut it down! Sorry. Talking to my tech guy here. Um, what's going on here is on Facebook Live, you got a lot of people that jumped off. They jumped off because I was saying goodbye. Now the oh. loyal people. The loyal people are still on there. That's called love, my friends. That is called love. Yes. The, the loyal people are still rocking and rolling and dipping and dodging. Yeah. And the other people are like, I got to go. See you tomorrow. I'll get my more free lunch tomorrow from Taz. That's great. But I'm just a Freaking loser. <laughs> um, all right. So we're not open up to fans. Dennis called that. Now, uh, la, 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 la. Who do we have in this thing? I mean, around the office. Markel, Curlew. Listen to me. Listen, listen, I want you to understand something. I don't like people that work in the office. Stop well, mentioning. If there's me. no fans and there's nobody in the office, we don't. We. Is there any other producers that we're missing? Uh, oh, you can ask Monzo. That was a good call, Ant. Monzo's not a bad call, but then we got. Well, what about Mr. Pimento? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. See now, here's the, here's the issue you run into. If you invite Mr. Pimento. You almost kind of have to let him win. Hold on. Hold on. Rocky Affleurs, I'm here. That means he didn't get off Facebook Live. Just let you know. Continue. Hey, Rock. Thanks, Rock. Um, if you invite Mr. Pimento, he's got to win because otherwise I feel like he's going to be a little agitated. And we Listen, all... I put over a lot worse. It's no big deal. I'll put him over. I got no problem with it. I put over okay. a lot of guys less talented than him. So I, I, it's not a problem. Uh, but no, maybe he shouldn't be in it. You're, you're probably right. Not a good idea. I need a graphic. I need to see. I need to see this visually. And please put something up on the screen. Can you? Do you want to take care of this by tomorrow? Oh, this is that's professional. That's what we need. There's the Flip list. It over can... the, there you go. Right there. Leave it there. Okay. Dennis and Cowboy Seth. Brian. Brian. Mike Johnson's crossed off. Robbie the Viking. Captain Video. Brian. So how many guys is that? That's nine. Well, if we do ten, that's gonna f up the draft, man. Less good guys for us, right? Yeah, but. Ten's, ten's a good amount of league. I got an idea. Hopefully he's not listening to this or watching this. What if we do go reach for the captain? That'll be eight. And Video Brian's a contingency plan. I mean, would JR do fantasy football? No. I don't need to have JR in it because he is going to be like other people where he acts like he knows more than me. I can't have that. You know, I can't have a guy like JR in it. Okay. It's just not going to happen. No. No. So, so okay. captain's one and video Brian's one A. Subtle, uh, yeah. Um, we go for captain, and if captain tells you to go take a shit in the woods, then, then we bring in video Brian. Hey, you know video I mean? Brian, we were thinking about you. We we're gonna play fantasy football. You want to get in? He's like, did you ask the captain? Like, hey, bro, I heard the podcast. I heard it. You know, <laughs> that's a douche. That's what he's gonna say. Ah. <laughs> uh, who else can we have? Should we have a celebrity? Uh... I mean, I don't know any celebrities. That's that's your forte. Thank you're, you. you're the popular um, one. Ooh. You... Should we get bias? I don't even know the kid. Should reach out to WWE except for Elias could play my fancy football league for my show. Who wants to walk with Elias? That, and then he starts Should cutting promos. Who wants to play fantasy football with Elias? Bro, can you send an email to Mark Carano's office at WWE 
and just tell him, hey, Taz was wondering, can we uh, have Elias, not as a guest on the show. Yeah, we don't need guests. We just, we we just, just need his email. It's no gambling, no money involved. You win a brass toilet bowl if you are Victor, and he could put it on Raw and sing about it, do a song. That'd be awesome. Can you reach out to WWE for me? I'll give you the email. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, Carano, he loves me. <coughs> um, so, <laughs> pardon me. Pardon me. Contagious. <laughs> Anyway, um, who? Nah, they won't give us. John Cena would. (laughs) Hey, John. John Listen, John and I talk football all the time. He's an old offensive lineman. I know. We used to talk football all the time, dude. We talk football all the time. He would do it. That'd be good. Casina had talked about this a long time ago. When my kid was playing football, he was young. He was probably in maybe sixth grade, seventh grade. I can't remember. But um, we had a huge game against our rival. You know, I was one of the coaches. So I was working for WWE, and I was a color commentator, and I was like, damn got to get these kids fired up. The other coach is like, yeah, we got to get these kids locked and loaded so we whip that ass, you know? And uh, I said, I got it. And this one, the cell phones were kind of getting better where you could record things. And I saw senior and catering, and I said, John, you got a minute? He goes, yeah, what's up, Taz? And we, we sat and we talked. I said, bro, here's the deal. We got this big-ass game, my kid's team, bop, 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 bop. He goes, what do you need, dude? And I said, I, I need you to cut a promo and just record it. <laughs> wasn't video, it was just audio. The phone didn't have like a camera thing or whatever. I don't remember what kind of phone I had, but of course I'm ahead of all the technology. That's I've always been like that. And I'm a stud. And John cut this promo, and I, he's, what's the name of the other town? I told him. He buried them in the promo. He put over our team, huge. We were the Bobcats, so he put us over huge. Sixth grade Jones. And I, 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 I right before the game, I'm sorry, the day before the game, walk through. You know what that is, Dennis, because you're a player. Love a walkthrough. Get a two-shot, please. I want to see the, the best linebacker from Orange County, please. Can I just see the best linebacker? Why am I not getting two shots? Split screen, it's not working. What's going on? There, there he is. Uh, walk through, bro. Walk through, uh, walk through on Fridays before Big Saturday. Big walkthrough guy. Got your jersey on. You got your, your, gym, your gym pants on on the bottom. Or shorts. Yeah. Uh, cleats, uh, helmets, and that's it. And that's great because you don't have to wear all the shitty, smelly gear. So, kids are doing a walkthrough. At the end of the walkthrough, head coach gives us some inspiring words. Of course, I cut a promo like no one can. Uh, and I said, kids, gather up, get in tight. I grab my phone. I go, look at here. Look at here. I go, get in close over here and listen. They get in close, and I start playing it. And then they all figure out it's John Cena. Dude, they will go crazy. They will go in nuts, dude. I, I swear to I God. I bet it was a good promo. That's what I was trying to get Great you to point. do for, for my high school when they played their rival Newberg this year. Cena cut a better – I did the Newberg promo, which was awesome. But let's be honest. Uh, I, I got to be honest. I should say Cena cut this promo. It was better than the Newberg promo. It was longer, and he didn't curse because they were sixth graders. But, <laughs> dude, the kids were fired up. They were going nuts. They were going crazy. And then we go out the next day, and we got our ass kicked by, like, three touchdowns. So, <laughs> it's a true story. Maybe you should have cut the promo. I saw Cena at Raw the following Monday, the next Monday. 
He's like, Taz, how'd it go? Did you got what you guys win by? I go, bro, we got smoked. He started cracking up. I mean, we got our asses kicked. No, we got killed. So uh, he goes, sorry, I'll cut a better promo next time. No, it wasn't you, dude. It was just our defense couldn't stop shit. That's basically what happened. They had a good quarterback, and we couldn't stop them. It was sixth grade. That's all it takes. One kid could throw the ball a little bit. Mm -hmm. Anyway, pull the curtain back. Jones, shit, uh, just shitting out of here, shitting and spitting and out of my hand or something like that. Uh, So who is going to be? So we're going to have Cena as the uh, eighth guy? Is that what we're doing? Bumping uh, captain or Cena? Should we put a poll up? Cena or the captain? Which we do? I would love to see the results of that poll. Let's put a poll up. I'm not kidding. And tag John Cena. I, I'm not kidding. I, I, you know. okay. I absolutely will do this. Let's tag John Cena. Let's have the, tell the social media team. Uh, we we would love to invite, tag him, John Cena, to something like this. You know, to who uh, should be the last member of our of the Loose Ass Invitational Fantasy Football League? Well, Cena might not know who Loose Ass is, but he'll pop on a name. So yeah, do it. Yeah, dude, he'll get it. So so put that in there. Uh, Taz is Fantasy Football League. Something somehow tag me or whatever. Yeah, I'll say Taz wants tag. to know who do you. I, I got the social media team. Should it be yeah, the, the Captain Video Brian or John Cena? And um, yeah, and, and let's see, and, and and then let's put this poll up and let's end it on Thursday because we're doing the draft on Thursday or we're doing it Friday. We'll do it Thursday, people. So then we'll have to do a draft on Friday night. Dude, it would be hysterical if Cena. <laughs> that's funny. It would be hysterical if if Cena does join the league. <laughs> he, he, he knows the sports. <laughs> He's going to reach out oh, no. to you. He's going to be like, homeboy, what is no, this, man? What's that? He's going to reach out to you. He's going to be like, yo, Taz, what is this, man? He will. Yeah, no, he'll be like, dude, I'd love to do it, but I can't. I'm like, come on, John. Don't be like that. You can let Nikki run it. Nobody will know. Yeah, you could do it. Just don't tell anyone. <laughs> and then once we're doing a draft, I'm like, hey, John, can you like reach week the gimmick? You know, like, yeah, yeah, like, come on, help <laughs> us out here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Ward on Facebook Live, you have a better chance of getting John Senior, John Cena Senior. That was a good one. I actually know Mr. Cena. He's a very nice man. Um, and that's actually not a bad idea he has. Uh, he can, can run, he can run John, John's team. What's that? He could just call Cena. Oh, Jesus. We just have John, just John How Cena. How is this? Yeah, it's an Undertaker. Maybe we get him. Ooh. Reach out to him, too. But I tell you, the John Cena Senior thing's not a bad idea. Yeah, John... Cena can just call his team C Nation, and then he has like all his, like he can have one week he can be him, one week he can be his dad. Then he has Nikki, and then you just keep rotating as long well, as his you're brothers. His, his brothers were all athletes too, you know. So, you know, but they're all from Boston. God dang it! Yeah, all so freaking Patriot. Fans. They're gonna end up with Brady, and you're gonna be even more mad. Oh, God, Cena running around eating roast beef—it's annoying, you know. Yeah, that—that's the problem. Roast the whole... beef is that like exclusive to New England? Yeah. Oh yeah, sir. Oh man, I've, I've been, I've been cheating Roast on New beef. York for years. Uh, there was a place back in the day called Kelly's, and it's uh, I don't normally plug stuff. I probably have Mr. Pimento in the office. Have me in the office. Why are you promoting Kelly? You Kelly's. I pay no one. You know, but yeah, this place up in Boston, dude. It's a franchise, and it's like um, it's uh, what do you call it? Um, you get roast beef. It's kind of like. Arby's, but better. And they're big into their roast beef up there. So uh, roast beef roast and beef. lobster roll. That's all they care about. I love lobster beef. rolls. Yeah, me too. I'm a big mall for lobster roll. Not cheap, though. You know, you got to spend some No, money they're not, roll. but that's lobster. Well, you know, if you get market uh, Fresh Jones, uh, you know, I'm a big Cape Cod guy. And if you get the right lobster roll, you could drop an easy 25 bucks on a lobster roll. 
I'm worth not every penny. Good though. If you like lobster and shit, yeah, no, Love legit. Not about it. All right, did Cena get back to you yet? No, nothing. Not yet. All right, so we're working on this. All right, good. All right, so you'll fix this. This will be great. Uh, okay, great. On that note, uh, we'll be uh, tomorrow. Uh, tonight, uh, SmackDown hits your preview. It's in Little Rock. And that's that. That's and, all they got um, up on the website, too. I just double-checked. Not my problem, Amigo. I don't work there anymore. It's all good. I don't really care. It's really that simple. Make sure you guys share the Facebook gimmick, please. I, I, Mr. Pimento will be all over me. Uh, am I saying it right? You got to share it, right? That is share it. Uh, Facebook... Facebook is shared, iTunes, and comment on Facebook. So you share and you comment iTunes. on Facebook. iTunes, you can subscribe, rate, and review. And oh. one more time, Ant. Oh, and like it with the blue thumb. Oh, okay. Thumbs up, Jones. Yeah. Got it. Take your thumb and stick it up your ass. How about that? There you go. So on that note, stick your finger in your ear. Did you hear about this? And go ting a ling a -loo. You know about the Benny Hill? <laughs> on Friday? Is I that mean, Friday yet? Dennis, you don't know about Benny Hill, man? No, I know Benny Hill, Ooh, but... Oh, boy. Yeah, on my end, but that sounds like you have no idea. <laughs> it sounds like this. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It's like on Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know about Benny Hill, dude? No, I know Benny Hill. Stick your finger in your ear and go tingalingaloo. You don't know what that is. See, I don't know that bit. I just know Benny Hill. Okay. In Got some research to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be all over it. All right, so on that note, uh, the show will drop a little while, the audio, and the video will drop a little while. That's it. I hope you guys like the show. Thanks, Mike Johnson, for calling in. Appreciate it. And uh, everybody on Facebook Live, thank you. Twitter people, thanks so much. Love you. Love you guys. You know that. Tash will be back tomorrow. All right. I'm Tash, you're not. Goodbye. I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, it's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm